Welcome to Amusement Sparks. This show is an opportunity for passionate people to hypothetically design theme parks. Each episode, I will bring on a guest to casually design a park for fun. We do not have the rights to any of these media franchises. Our show is just for fun and to use our imaginations in collaboration. On this episode, I will be talking to a friend of mine named Vince. You like Nintendo, is that correct? I do. I've got all the Nintendo systems currently, except for a Virtual Boy. I never got one of those. Yeah, that's that's hard to track down. I haven't played a Virtual Boy at all, but I remember when they were out. Um, it oh. seems cool. It seems like a cool collector's item. If you need to like try to get a complete set of all the games for one console, that's probably the one to do it for because it's so <laughs> yeah, limited. Yeah, there's, there's about six of them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's under exactly. A yeah, it's crazy. It's, I mean, I think was it Gunpei Yokoi, the guy who made the Game Boy, also created the Virtual Boy, and like he made the Game Boy, and everyone's like, "You're the best guy ever." And honestly, he probably is because Game Boy is awesome. And then Virtual Boy came out, and they're like, "Uh." you're fired like get out <laughs> now <laughs> poor guy yeah um so this is a podcast that's why we're recording this phone call that's why i've gathered you all here today um is to do a little bit of amateur slash fan theme park design and uh it's it's not going to go anywhere i don't think they're actually going to make this park based on this podcast but it'd be pretty sweet uh i don't know just as a creative exercise and as a, a conversation topic um, I don't know, to kind of go through that and see like what would our ideal Nintendo theme park look like or amusement park or fun park, whatever you want to call it. Fun fact about Nintendo is they are actually making a theme park out of it. But yeah. not. I don't think it'll be a full theme park, but it'll be a part of the Universal theme parks in the way that the Harry Potter is. Yeah. So it took everything for me to not Google it and be like, <laughs> what do other people think are good ideas for this? Right. <laughs> I, yeah i did the same thing i today i was like i feel like i should probably do some research for this and i was like i think for this podcast the research is like within your own brain your own creative space like you don't want to go see what's actually happening because sometimes reality is like a damper on your imagination we want to talk about specifically with nintendo like the first party games like the games that nintendo created because they they've made consoles so they there's a lot of third party games like games created by other companies and other creators, but we want to focus more on the ones that just Nintendo made, right? Right. What are your favorite first-party Nintendo games? Well, I've got all the Zeldas. I've got probably all the Marios and most of the Metroids. And, like, people will always say to me, like, oh, let's talk about video game stuff. And I'm like, well, unless we're talking about Nintendo, you kind of lost me because I don't even really... <laughs> You know, play a game that's not published by Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've played I'm... some, and I like some. There are some for other systems even that I like. But it's like, if it's got Nintendo's name on it, I'm going to play it. And that's also what I hate about Nintendo is because those games are so good, unlike the other systems, where it's like, oh, this PS3 game that came out a couple years ago is now $5 at GameStop, it's like, but Mario Kart is still forty nine ninety nine, and it came out a decade ago because yeah, it's, people are it's still going to buy it. Every, yeah, I, I feel like Nintendo games have the highest resale value. Like, you see every single generation of Pokemon is, like, almost at retail price still, even though, you know, it's been... And some of them go up after the fact. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. Nintendo, almost every game that they made first party is just incredible. Whereas 
a lot of other consoles can't really claim that, or they didn't make as many first-party ones. I think it's cool. I think Nintendo's right. done some some awesome stuff. Um, and I agree with you, too. Like, like Legend of Zelda is probably my favorite franchise from Nintendo, but I also really love the Mario series and Metroid. Those Growing up with those three and with Pokemon, it was like that was... Those are like the best games ever, and they just so happen to be made by essentially the same company. It's a really cool like the, revelation. Essentially the same guy, like yeah, seriously, <laughs> yes, that's so true. Shigeru Miyamoto, he's a genius, absolutely. What do you want to start with? Like, there's a lot of uh, aspects that go into theme parks. Um, well, one thing that we can knock out right away and yeah. be done with is we know <laughs> every character will be a costumed character because. Yes. They've already kind of got those roaming around at different events and conventions and stuff. So you'll have your Mario and Luigi. I've seen Pikachu. I've seen Kirby. I'm sure you mm-hmm. could easily do a Samus and a Star Fox and all of those. Yeah, and Link could be cool. You I know, think. I mean, I think you know how Disney World's got Gaston. Yeah. And it's like he's just a buff looking dude. Right. That that guy, they're gonna poach that guy and get him to be Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a buff hey, guy put with on a this costume. Helmet and yeah. He'll be Captain Falcon and people will want to get their photo with you. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds sweet. I love the like walk around characters. I think those are awesome. And like I I have seen a lot of videos of the Pikachus, like the kind of like chubby Pikachu costumes, like them doing different dance routines and it's hilarious every time. Yeah, I saw one at a parade once, or like I saw a video of the parade where that's like a line of dancing Pikachu. (laughs) They're awesome. And as overplayed as Pikachu is, I still can't get over that design. I mean, if you're going to have one Pokemon, I'm okay with it being Pikachu. Like, I have several different Pokemon shirts, but one of them is just a Pikachu dress shirt. And I'm like, I know I'm not crazy about Pikachu, but he's just so cute and like so iconic. And I'm okay with that, even though he's not my favorite at all. He's he's almost like a 1990s Mickey Mouse, and that's and that's <laughs> what makes him perfect to be a guy. Well, you know, same as Mario was for the 80s and still is now. It's what yeah. makes him perfect to be running around an amusement park in a costume. That is an amazing concept. You're totally right. He is like the 90s Mickey Mouse, which I love. Mickey he is Mouse a mouse. Too, by the way. I think technically yeah. he's an electric the electric mouse. mouse. Yeah, you're right. That's awesome. Cool. So we've got our characters walking around. Um. Do you have any ideas for like a name of this property? Because there is that uh, Wii U game called Nintendo Land. Is that the name you would want to go for? I don't think I don't think you can go wrong with that. And then I yeah. think within the park, mm-hmm. you can have it broken down even by section and have like Super Mario World and Donkey Kong Country and you know Hyrule, I guess, for oh. Zelda. And and then of course you're gonna have games that aren't you know, big enough to have their own world, but you'll just Mm -hmm. squeeze those in wherever you can. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So, and I was going to say, maybe Nintendo World, and you've got the lands within, kind of the way Disney's done it, but um, Nintendo World, isn't that a store? Like, there's a store in New York called Nintendo World Store. Like, there's 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 already Nintendo Land, there's already Nintendo World. (laughs) But, hey, that's okay. This is their theme park. I mean, it's a fitting name. I love yeah. Donkey Kong Country. That caught me by surprise. I didn't see that coming. I was like, oh, that's actually really good because it's Donkey Kong Country. Like, this name of the game, it's, that, that's really awesome. Cool. So we've got those different worlds, go, or the you know, Nintendo World with this different lands for the different properties. Let's see. What other, are there other worlds we would want to do? There's, there's Hyrule, Mario World, or, you know, Super Mario World, whatever, and then Donkey Kong Country. 
What's the next biggest one, do you think? Maybe Metroid? Well, Metroid, I mean, Metroid's not really known for any of the places, though. I mean, you've yeah, got the different true. planets and stuff, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, Metroid fans would know them, and Nintendo fans maybe, but kids aren't like, I want to go to Planet Zebes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think that is one of the more difficult ones to translate into a theme park atmosphere, because those games are so, like, atmospheric and moody and, like, uh, tense almost, like, you feel isolated yeah. and lost and then like you hear Where's like my mom <laughs> right exactly you hear carnival music and like kids laughing and you're like this totally ruins this experience so maybe there's like some kind of underground corridor that's you know metroid inspired like maze or something that'd be cool but i do think that yeah while a property is awesome the metroid property i think it would be kind of tricky to do a traditional theme park like you could do a cool escape room or some kind of like i said maze That'd be based on Metroid, um, also, or a haunted house kind I mean, of thing, you, even. Yeah, well, you can have the ride. You'll have the ride for Metroid, where you're yeah. sitting, it moves slowly, and then on your car, you've got the thing to shoot at all the targets all around. Yeah. And then it can be dark and ominous inside as you go through. Then that you hop awesome. off and get back out into the real world, where it's screaming children. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I really do like that, because some theme parks... Um, have like you know a laser tag section or like a kind of like dark a dark ride that's more atmospheric and a little bit more moody so i think that that sounds pretty sweet for for getting the metroid treatment um let's see i was thinking i watched this video about like um the best video game hub worlds like worlds that connect you to all the different levels and Mm -hmm. as i was watching that video i was like this would be kind of interesting if they you know designed like a theme park about this because I'm super into theme parks, like, the last several months, by the way. I don't really know why. I'm just, I like having something to brainstorm about, and theme parks are just such a magical, whimsical thing. I'm like, I'm going to really get into these. But um, I was I was thinking about the Nintendo 64 in particular. That console was so awesome at the time. I think the graphics really grabbed me and made me feel like I was in the game, even though they're pretty low-poly models. They're, like, not high-end graphics by any means anymore but the first time you play ocarina of time you're like oh my god like this field goes on forever and you can see all the like (laughs) it's like i'm in real it's like real life it's amazing and while hyrule wouldn't be the most thrilling thing to just kind of wander around um this big open field like you'd have to have horses for all the people or they just walk along this hot field it'd be kind of boring and uh everyone gets sunburnt but I think doing a uh, Super Mario 64 type world, like a hub for a theme park, would be really cool. Like Peach's Castle. How well, you like... I think the, the castle could be the center of attention, like the castle yeah. is the Disney World, like Cinderella's Absolutely. Castle. But you have the mm-hmm. Nintendo 64 Peach's Castle. Yeah, that would be awesome. You got the little moat going on there. I God, that game, it's it's such a visceral thing. That I think because you're first like learning how to do three dimensional controls in that game it's like it makes you feel so immersed because it was like the first time i'd ever played a like three-dimensional platformer i was like these controls are so perfect it's like i'm controlling my own body (laughs) it's like i don't know there's something about it that really was super immersive and when you like can jump through the paintings it was like this is amazing i wish i could do this and (laughs) this is a really goofy idea but i was walking my dog earlier and i was like what if they did that as a theme park but um you see this painting and it's kind of like blurry looking, but it's actually like a sheet of water, like a, a waterfall kind of thing. And you're mm-hmm. projecting the image of a painting on it. And then, I don't know, there's yeah. going to have to be some kind of backdrop so the projection doesn't just go on forever. So maybe on the other side of the waterfall is a 
black room and they're projecting the painting onto this waterfall and you like jump through it and then when you're in there you turn the corner from that black room and you're like oh hey now i'm in this level that's absolutely impractical but you I think could it would maybe be do it as amazing. like part of the water park People aren't right. just going to every day go, let's jump through some water to get to the next destination. Yeah. Well, I do think that's utterly uh, impractical, but it could be cool as, as a dark ride, maybe. You you can, uh, if it makes you feel like, or like a 4D theater kind of thing where you, you like feel like you're jumping through a painting somehow, it could be really cool. Um, or yeah. not. <laughs> it was just something I was letting my mind water in, wander well, into. Well, we'll let it first and we'll see how you like it before we all get on <laughs> yeah that's that sounds like a plan um <laughs> the other thing that i always remember about that castle is i don't remember where this is but there's like at some point some staircase where you cannot get to the top of it oh, and like yeah. no matter how long you, you have run to have 70 stars in order to get to the bowser otherwise it's just an endless staircase yeah and i always thought that was just a joke or something i'm like this is just like a joke like there's no way to ever get up this. I thought it was impossible. For some reason, that part of the game always stuck with me. Like, if I think about that game, that's probably the main thing I'm thinking of is trying to jump fast enough to, like, get up those stairs, and it's just impossible. So, <laughs> this is a so dumb you idea, too. incorporate a Stairmaster for children? Oh, yeah, like, it, you know, You if, just uh, keep going forever, kids. It's fun. It's called exercise. Yeah, you know how theme parks always have, like, super high-calorie food that's just unhealthy for you? Like, after you get that, you got to go on the, like, endless Stairmaster thing. I think the best way to get kids to do anything is to tell them that there's a prize waiting for them at the top. Oh, totally. Yeah, you can say, like, we've got a, a brand-new roller coaster, uh, and there's no line. All you got to <laughs> do is run up the stairs. <laughs> it's kids only. The stairs so... are the line. See, there's no line. Yeah, your parents will be waiting for you right down here, all right? Go ahead. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> so then you're going to have all the lawsuits of the kids that passed out trying to run up an endless stair. That's true, because once they fall and start rolling, you know, it, it's not going to stop. Not for a long time. Uh, yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> um, okay, so those were two kind of goofy ideas in a row, but uh, it just shows how important Super Mario 64 is. That game stuck with me forever. And I do think that world and that like color palette and everything would translate really well to an amusement park. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this, to the Mario, uh, you know, Ma Super Mario World or Mario World, whatever you want to call it? Are there other games you'd like to represent in that space? Because I don't know well, if you know this, but Mario's in a lot of games. A big one is Mario Kart. Yes. And I think there are two different ways you should do it. Uh -huh. Because you should have, a like, an actual go-kart ride. Mm-hmm. What, you're just riding go-karts around? Yep. But the go. problem is, it would be hard to regulate it being a race between other people, since you have to, you know, not actually throw turtle shells at your opponents. But <laughs> I think since Nintendo, being the video game company that they are, can mm -hmm. make some sort of, you know, onboard screen system where you'll have, uh, like, you know, it'll pop up telling you you have this item, and then it'll affect how you drive otherwise like oh your cart got slowed down because someone else pressed their item button and they had you know a red shell on their screen sort of thing that sounds awesome they could use kind but, of like a, a laser tag type system for like who you're aiming at and who you shoot and like if it actually connects or not and then okay. uh you know the ricochets could be calculated but yeah. then alternatively you can take the same idea and translate it into just bumper cars and have it mm -hmm. be like 
Mario, so you can have your Mario Kart race ride and then your Mario Kart battle ride. That sounds awesome. And maybe there's like a, a kiddie version of like just, you know, kind of gentle bumper cars where they each vehicle is designed to look like one of the things you launch, like one of the projectiles. Like there's the spiky blue car, there's the red <laughs> car, the green car. Be kind of the banana. No one wants the to banana. Be the banana car. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty boring. <laughs> or the bullet bill car, like from the newer uh, Mario Kart games, where you just kind of you know jump ahead a while. That'd be pretty sweet. Also, every every amusement park has to have a carousel. So I was thinking the carousel could be Yoshi's. Oh, that's great, and uh, that's really cool. You could maybe do different art styles on like different Yoshi's, you know, because there's like the kind of Yoshi's Island like storybook kind of art style, and then you could do some 2D ones, some like you know poly polygonal ones, and then some realistic looking ones. That could be pretty cute. And there's yeah. all the different colors of Yoshi's too. That'd be awesome. Now I'm also assuming this would fit into Mario World, but you could do the uh, Luigi's Mansion as a as a ghost house sort of God. fun house. Yes, that's so obvious and so awesome. Those games are sweet. I love the uh, Luigi's Mansion. I guess there's only technically one game, but the the DS one, the New Moon, is yeah tight. It's like a remake, but it's it's awesome. It's so good. I've I've only played a short amount of time into each of them. Mm-hmm. I have this problem with video games where I'll I'll get it, I'll play it immediately, I'll beat it about three quarters of the way, and then I'll just never play it again for some <laughs> reason. Something something pulled me off of it, and then I can't get back into it because I forgot where I am, and I just want to start over. Yep, that's why that I love the me. Mario games so much because. In the Mario games, it's like, okay, what you did before doesn't matter. All you need to know <laughs> is beat this next level or get this next star. And so those I always seem to 100%. But a lot of the Zelda games especially, it's like, oh, I got Twilight Princess. And then I played it for you know several days straight, got three-quarters of the way through it. For whatever reason, I got distracted from it, didn't play it for a long time. And now I don't remember where I was, so I want to just go back to the beginning and start over. But if I do that... I'll just get three quarters of the way through it again and then stop playing. <laughs> I'm the exact same way, and it can be really frustrating. Like, I, you're halfway through a dungeon, and then you take a month off, and you come back, and you're like, I have to start completely over because I have no idea which path I took or, like, you know, what chests I already got, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm the same way. And especially with, like, RPGs and stuff, you invest so much time, and, like, you read so much dialogue, and then you get to a point where you have to, you know, you change your what you're doing with your free time and you come back to it and you're like, I don't even remember anybody's name. I don't know the plot at all. Like I'm totally lost and I don't remember which direction I was going. It's yeah, well, it's, it can be kind of frustrating. Like it's, it's like when you watch a TV show and they say previously on this TV show, yeah. those things exist specifically for me because I could have watched that show last <laughs> week and I go, I don't remember. Like, hey, did you see this show last week? I go, yeah. And they're like, what did you think about it? And I'm like, remind me what happened because I know I saw it <laughs> but I don't remember because the previously on will tell me next time. Yeah, and it'd be cool if uh, video games of the future can do that. Like they have like a highlight reel of what you've completed or the really important parts of the yeah, plot like, so watch, far. Yeah, watch, like watch where you've been so far. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's where I am. Yeah, I, did that, I remember that. that then. That's a smart that'd be, idea. That'd hey, be pretty Nintendo. cool. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it is a really cool idea. I like that. Oh, everyone's like, oh, man, this is new Zelda. 
like so great with the whole open world and things. And I'm like, no, the more there is to do, the harder it'll be for me to remember what I've done. Yep. Yep. You're going to have to invest so much time into that one. It looks amazing though. It just looks yeah. just incredible. Oh, looks awesome. I'm pumped. Um, what was he? Oh yeah. To go with uh, Luigi's mansion. Uh, what about doing a, uh, Wario warehouse? <laughs> you know, how there's those, the Wario games. Um, have you played those? Yeah, well, I, I've seen a lot of people play them. I've played one, like, once. Those, uh-huh. for me, I'm usually, like, this is too ADD, like, different things going on that are completely unrelated to each other. I understand mm-hmm. the fun and the appeal, but I'm sure you could, could translate it into something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like that same concept of not being able to remember what just happened, but you have to have, like, a goldfish attention span to play that game. Like, every second yeah. is, separate, is like, a totally unique event versus the previous second. It's, Pet the cat. It's fun. Juggle <laughs> right. the balls. Yeah. And it's always, you know, using the touch, the touch uh, screen or, you know, the Wii, like, motion controls to do various representations of real-world activities. Like, you hold the controller differently to do different real world activities and I, it, they could do kind of a fun house kind of thing where there's all these little stations you stop at each one you have to do some really bizarre act quick, do this now yeah. run now quick right. do this do this one now run and so it's almost like minute to win it i guess but you have to do it in rapid succession a bunch of different like kind of goofy tasks well you know what it could be maybe it's a universal studios or something but basically yeah. they had um those old like Nickelodeon game shows, but like as like a studio audience kind of game show, yeah. Where it's like, where it's like you fill up the audience, everyone's watching, and then they go, all right, let's pick twelve kids to come down and you know play in this game show, and then you could just have them do all these wacky tasks, and all the audience cheers them on. That sounds pretty fun, actually. Um, yeah, I feel like that format might work well for like a Mario Party kind of thing too, because that's just a lot of mini games, really. It's like mini games with a board game, you know, kind of concept stretched around it. Those games are kind of weird to me, the Mario Party games. They're fun, but it's like disjointed. It's like, okay, we're walking, we're playing a board game, and then we're doing this mini game. It's just a mini game collection, I guess. And that could maybe be uh, like a midway, you know, like the kind of carnival type aspects of walking around theme parks. There's always like those little games going on and stuff. I wonder if you could translate some of those games into you know, a carnival type of a game, like a physical thing where you actually compete with your your party, your people you're with. We could do a section of that that could be Mario Party based. Yeah. And then also maybe a section that's that's WarioWare based. Also instead of throwing softballs at milk bottles, you can throw Yoshi eggs at Shy Guys. Hey, that works. That'd be pretty sweet. They could have little fake fireballs. That'd be kind of cute because when you throw it it would like, you know, uh it'd be like you're throwing a fireball. And they could have all the sound effects. I think I think the audio design of a uh, theme park is super important. Like the cute little sound effects and uh, the characters talking to you, that kind of thing, always add add an extra dimension to the experience. So having those classic Nintendo sound effects would be pretty sweet. And, and the Nintendo music, which is phenomenal, would be really cool. And in each different land, you know, having the appropriate music playing would be awesome. Um, yeah. Speaking of those little games, the carnival type games, uh, what kind of prizes would you envision? Like the little plushes, half the time they're Nintendo characters anyway, at least at uh, theme parks around here like Kings Island, they seem to have the rights to those. Yeah. Well, you would have to do all Nintendo related 
complicated things. I don't want I don't want a terrible looking dog. Right, or a generic anything. monkey. Give me, give me a Mario or a Yoshi any day over one of those. Oh, or absolutely. A Mario hat. You know how Kirby, when he like takes someone's ability, he has like that little hat based on them. That could be really yeah. sweet if they have little hats that are just the the things that Kirby yeah, wears. Like the ones yeah. he wears in Smash Bros. In Smash Bros, yeah, or within his games, like when he's got, you know, whatever ability, that could be pretty cute. Uh, I keep saying the word cute. I don't know. I'm, I'm addicted right now. I'm in a, a habit right now. It's, it's, uh, it's great. I'm loving it. Well, we need to talk about more manly things than yeah. like guns. Like you... You've got the uh, the water gun game. Yeah, um, that could be like Advance Wars. You know the Wars series. There's Famicom Wars. There's Advance Wars. All those could be based on that kind of art style. That that franchise is pretty cool. Well, or just the Flood from Mario Sunshine. True. Or the or any of the Splatoon games. Yeah. I mean, well, any of the Splatoon guns. Right. One Splatoon. They have game. so many guns in that game. My fiance is obsessed with Splatoon. I mean, it's a it's a great game. That's the reason I bought a Wii U. Like, they first I first saw a gameplay from that. I'm like, yep, I'm buying that console. <laughs> and I got it for my birthday last year, and it was it was cool. I like the Wii U a lot. Um, but the so, only thing I don't like about Splatoon is that there is no good offline multiplayer. Yep. And so it's one of those games that's like, this is great now, but if I wanted to show my kids in 10 years and those servers are offline, yep. well, let me tell you how cool this game was. <laughs> I before. really don't like that. Of course, by then, Splatoon 6 will be out. True. You know, and that they'll just play that one. Right. I think the, the really popular franchises will live on, but there is something really sad about that. Even games within the same series can change a lot. Like, uh, I know this is sacrilegious to talk about PlayStation on this, this episode, but... Um, the Uncharted series, there's some things I really prefer about Uncharted 2 versus Uncharted 3, and you just can't get those online experiences back. Like, they're gone, you know? No one else is playing, and the servers aren't even up or whatever, so it's it's kind of a sad thing. I like, I like that you can play retro games, and it's all there for you. You get 100% of the same experience that people got back in the old days. Yeah. yeah. I had an idea based on Splatoon slash... Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, because I really do love both of those games. I love the idea, like, just spray mechanics are really fun. Just, it's very visceral for me playing uh, Super Mario Sunshine. It's, it's, it's like that same experience of playing uh, Super Mario 64 almost, where you're like, the controls are just so good, and the way the controller feels on your hand playing it on actual, like, GameCube controller is awesome. Um, what about this? It's a laser tag kind of thing, maybe, or, or you're just literally have a paint gun and you're like trying to cover as much of the surface of the park as you can like within a confined space of course you're not just running rampant shooting people who aren't playing but you know there's a round of splatoon people are racing to cover the field with with as much of their ink within a specific amount of time and so then that game's over you know one team one those people leave and then the next round people are playing Super Mario Sunshine. So everyone has, like, the flood, you know, the little backpack that shoots water out, and they're, like... And they're cleaning it back up. <laughs> yeah, they clean it back up for you. So the staff just kind of has to sit there and, like, let people in the gates and, okay, hey, go clean up that mess quickly. And then it's clean, and then you switch back to Splatoon. People come in, make another perfectly good mess. It could be kind of fun. <laughs> well, I don't think you can use actual paint no. for the reason of getting... ruining the, the, new, the newly acquired... Nintendo Land t-shirts that the children have just bought. That's but, uh, true. 
I think if you could find a way to do it digitally, like have the oh. much like a laser tag, have the yeah. have the environment around you. But that sounds expensive. Yeah, but that that's doable though. In the next like five years. Worst case scenario, you just throw the whole idea out the window and make the Splatoon Mario Sunshine Water Park, and then it's yeah. all just water anyway. That sounds awesome. So yeah. everyone comes in bathing suit clad, uh-huh. and they're ready to go. That's a great idea, even just for like a, a little splash pad, like those kids' like watery playgrounds. That'd be really fun, like if everyone has a big old squirt gun kind of thing. That's a great idea. Yeah. Speaking of playgrounds, I was thinking it'd be cool to have uh, just, this is very basic, but having slides and uh, like those tube slides and like the play place kind of things that you see at some of those McDonald's like Kidland things, whatever those are called, just having those be Mario pipes yeah. would be such a nice touch. And having things built out of the you know those Mario blocks, that would be, awesome. would be awesome. I would love that. Just basically a giant version of of a McDonald's play place, but like yeah. huge, like yeah, kids can roam free. And I would appreciate it if the diameter yeah. of the tubes awesome. was bigger, so you know a full grown adults could get in there and have some fun too. Because I love those things, but I just can't fit. I have to like army crawl. And then all the other kids look at me weird. Or, well, what they probably have to do to appease the parents who mm-hmm. don't want to let their kids army crawl through tunnels with grown men <laughs> is, is make separate ones. Yeah, hey, you're right. Hey, if you're, you know, this age or older, you can come use this one. And then all the children can play free on their own in this other <laughs> that, one over here. That's a great idea because that is a little sketchy, I guess. It's yeah. a sad world we live in these days. You're right. You're totally right. But I don't want to be excluded from the fun. That's right. why we need our own. Yes. Yeah. I think that the adult one needs to have some kind of uh, incentive for, for the adults why they would want to pick that one. And I think just having bigger tubes and maybe it could be uh, require a little bit more physicality would be pretty cool. Um, a little more athleticism maybe. I don't know. I don't know how they'd integrate that. But if there was something that was a little bit of a physical challenge or like a Ninja Warrior Mario, kind of thing. Ninja Warrior. Yeah. I love that as like a... That, that's my ideal way to work out because I don't really want to work out. I just want to like escape something or like try to survive some fun contraption. I don't want to work out. I just want to win prizes. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to get Ninja Warrior. Yeah, I want to be on Ninja Warrior. Basically, there was a game for Wii. I I don't remember what it was. Um, one of the like kind of kind of generic feeling like Wii, not Wii Sports, but it was like one of those where you kind of went through an obstacle course like that. Like, oh, it was on Wii Fit. Um, one of the Wii oh. Fit games. You just keep stepping in place, and it makes your character walk. And then you have to like stop walking so that you don't get hit by the big hammer that's going by. And then you have to run really fast so you don't get hit on its uh, return. It it was really cool. It could be something kind of like that. I don't know. Um, the Wii Fitness Zone. Oh yeah, with Mario theme. <laughs> yeah, that that could be something. I mean, hey, you know, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. They could have like a whole like athletic. I don't think those people are going to go to this park, though. Like, if you're, like, a, a high-level tennis player, you probably don't want to go play tennis at a theme park. Like, you probably want to just play no, some well, serious tennis. Well, that's why you've got the Mario basketball win-a-prize yeah, game. you're right. You know? or, or a putting green. Mario Golf! Yeah, Mario Mini Golf. Mario Golf 64 is the only one I'll play because it's the only one that has mini golf in it. And I don't know why they carry that feature into the later ones because it was the best i don't know why mini golf isn't more of a cultural phenomenon i'm obsessed with mini golf um 
I'm new to this whole obsession with theme parks, but I've wanted to design a, a mini golf course for years now. Like that's my retirement plans. Okay. I mean, it's not going to be lucrative, but that's what I, I want to do. <laughs> I go mini golfing every year on my birthday at the very least. Yeah. I try to go more, but there's only one place by me. But I've all, I've often said I want to just dig up my entire backyard and make it into a six hole mini golf. Heck course. yeah, man. <laughs> Because then I would actually go outside. Yeah, totally. It's it's so much more fun than, than like, real sports. Because it's, I don't know, it's easy and there's, like, a lot of kind of themed elements to it. Like, the really interesting theme parks at least have, like, you know, the crazy contraptions or the crazy animals you have to try to get through. And I, I think that's pretty cool. And um, with more modern technologies, they can really improve upon that. Like, I've been brainstorming ideas for, like, an RFID-based uh mini golf course where each ball has a little RFID tag inside of it. So for example, as you're hitting the ball down, like, you know, a long stretch, there could be lights that light up on the the walls that like follow your ball or something like that. Or, um, the course could shift based on which direction your ball's going. Like there could be a little goalie guy who moves back and forth and tries to block you based on the trajectory of your ball. Like, I know that's kind of a complicated idea but i like brainstorming innovations in the mini golf world so i'd love to include some mini golf you're just giving free ideas away yeah i'm okay with all the mini golf (laughs) connoisseurs that listen to this podcast and go ah i'm gonna incorporate that into my mini golf course before he gets the chance i'm okay with that because i have so many ideas and i have all these passions that i'm not really gonna follow through with (laughs) until i start actually investing money and then i feel like i have to do it um, I love mini golf and if I can improve the world of mini golf, I'm happy with that. As long as I get to experience that course, All right. totally up for that. Um, I do have one other idea for playgrounds here in Nintendo land or Nintendo world, wherever we're going with how cool it would be to have like, for example, a gigantic game boy, like laying on the ground. So let's say this game boy is like a foot thick. And so that means it's, I don't know, maybe 10 feet long and four or five feet wide and you have to like stomp on the buttons and uh so you one person stands on the d-pad one person stands on the a and b button and you have to work together like look at the screen and like try to play the game like that so it's like ddr controls and uh you're trying to work collaboratively with someone to play whatever game boy game would be conducive to that kind of play i think that could be pretty sweet as like a physical playground kind of thing it's um either awesome or dangerous or both yes but i like it have you ever been to disney world um yes but it's been about 10 years oh well even further back than that they used to have honey i shrunk the kids yeah i have not experienced that as like an interactive playground area so you know you had giant tall grass all around you and what looked like giant bugs you could sit on and everything wow you know? and it was sort of just a playground area yeah Right? So take that and then just change it to Pikmin. That sounds awesome. I love that idea. And then you could have the giant Game Boy as like a, a thing to play on or like a giant Nintendo That's, 64 controller. Yeah, because like, like... you're in the Pikmin world. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And everyone could have like little Pikmin hats that they wear. Oh, that'd be great. Um, one person in each family gets the like Olimar helmet and then everyone else has to choose a Pikmin color. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that's a great yeah, idea and then, and then whichever is your lightest kid you gotta put in the uh in the yellow 
so you can throw them at stuff. <laughs> yeah, use them as a projectile. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. You're the easiest to throw. <laughs> oh, that seems a little bit dangerous, maybe, but I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. well, we've already got kids dying on endless stairs. <laughs> I think I think all you have to do is hand everyone three one-up mushrooms as mm-hmm. they enter the park and say, <laughs> "Use these sparingly." Oh, that's a great idea. This this park's getting shut down in in like three days. <laughs> it's not gonna last. I think this park's coming along. I know we're mostly have been talking about the, uh, you know, the Super Mario World section, but is there anything you want to add to what we have so far? Well, I've got plenty more ideas written down for other things. I think Mario was the most of it. But in Donkey Kong Country, I, I have that we'll have a wild mouse roller coaster of the minecart. Mm-hmm. That's, that was the one, one coaster I thought of for Donkey Kong Country was that minecart. Because that, that level, I mean, I know there's those levels in like every Donkey Kong Country game, but those are thrilling. They're so fun. It's, it's like Indiana Jones almost. Do you have any other properties that you want to turn into roller coasters? F Zero, mm-hmm. which just needs to be the fastest roller coaster you can think of. Heck yeah! One of those ones where countdown and then you launch at yes. like super high speed. That would be awesome. I really like the F Zero, uh, like the visual design of those those games. The ships always look so awesome. That'd be really cool. Or uh, Star Fox would make a pretty cool roller coaster slash, uh, you know, 4D theater kind of thing. Because you got to do a barrel roll. Well, Star Fox, Star Fox, I think the best way to do that. They have this new. They have several new roller coasters where you wear VR goggles. Yeah. While you're yes. riding the roller coaster. I've never done that, but I've heard about it. And then you can like shoot at stuff while you're on the roller coaster. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cool. And then, and then, and then when you've got the VR goggles, so I guess I guess they have headphones or something to yeah. so that there's audio to go with what you're seeing. Wow. Yeah, you'll have the people pop up like Peppy will say, "Do a barrel roll right before your <laughs> your uh, roller coaster dives into the corkscrew part." Oh, that's that I awesome. I think would be perfect. That is a great idea. Um, have you played uh, Kid Icarus? Any of those games? I have seen them played. I have not played them. Yeah, played. I, I'm the same way, actually. The new one, it's like an on-rails shooter kind of thing for a lot of the gameplay. I think that could make a pretty interesting, you know, either roller coaster or uh, shooting darkroom ride kind of thing, whatever those are called. Yeah, well, I think since it's yeah. Nintendo and they're all about the games, you can pretty much make a on-rails shooter for any type of, you know, because even Zelda had the Lynx crossbow game where you could just be on-rails shooting a uh, bow and arrow type of thing at every step of the way. Yeah, I loved that in uh, on Nintendo Land for Wii U. That that was such a fun mini game. It was awesome. That one would work out really well. It's it's almost like it's oh. a small world kind of like you got little animatronics everywhere, but you have to try to shoot them. I know you don't do that on It's a Small <laughs> World, but this song is so annoying. <laughs> oh man, they should incorporate that into the real Small World. Yeah, and then as you succeed, the song stops because who wants to hear that over and over? The again? number of voices in the choir decreases with every like person you take out. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Moving into the Zelda world, mm-hmm. it's it was hard to come up with like like Zelda's all about exploring and mm-hmm. what do you have as a ride, right? But did you ever play Spirit Tracks? Um, I did not. I've seen a review of it on YouTube, but I have not played it. That train looks cool though. So that one's a lot about riding around the train. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking you just make a whole like the way you can sort of explore the Zelda world. 
since we've got so many on-rails things already, you right. make it a train ride that just can sort of ride around through the different sections and you can sort of just look off and see your Dekus and your, you know, Zoras and all those different type. That's a great idea. That's can, awesome. You can you can see the uh, the kids playing in the Zora water park over oh. right by right by Splatoon Mario Sunshine Land. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, the uh, King of Red Lions, the you know the thing you ride around on in Wind Waker, that could be a cool either like a Viking ship kind of ride, or maybe just you know you sit on yeah. it and it's like a tunnel of love kind of thing like where it's a roller coaster type deal but it's just going through a little but a lot like a log flume water type one. Oh yeah, yeah that would be great that'd be awesome yeah definitely during like you know halloween season a lot of these could be kind of altered to be more like you know spooktacular or whatever and maybe we can revisit this park in like a future episode and do like um you know, either expand upon it by adding on little new attractions or we could alter things for the Halloween season or for, like, if it's snowing, like, how could we change it for winter season, that kind of thing, depending on, you know, what part of the planet this this would go on. Um, it's kind of cool to see, you know, different theme parks change for the seasons. I think this park's coming along pretty well. But uh, what about, like, restaurants and stores, like a downtown Disney kind of thing? Yeah. I was trying to think of theming for that because... In Mario, there's not a ton of towns. Legend of Zelda, there are, but none of them are like super iconic to me, and none of them really came to mind. But something like um, the Mother slash Earthbound games, or maybe Pokemon games, like those little towns, it'd be kind of cool to have. You know, Whoa. you go in the store to like buy souvenirs, and it looks like the Pokemart or something like that. It could be pretty, pretty neat. I almost said cute again. <laughs> also, Animal Crossing would work. Oh that. yes, that is a great idea. Oh, that'd be so fun. That's really cool. And you know how you can, um, like, design your own, uh, like, logos to put on your shirts and stuff in those games, or at least the one for GameCube? It'd be neat if they had a little, like, instead of having an airbrush artist make you a t-shirt, you can, like, they do, like, pixel-based screen printing. So you can get, you know, any 8-bit character could fit on there, or you could, yeah, that could be kind of cool. But of course, the internet can already do that. Yeah, so that's it's not true. like it's an exclusive thing, right? If this <laughs> nowadays thing... making a T-shirt is as simple as three clicks online, and, right? And eight eight of your dollars, right? If we were building this park in the the late '80s, this would be a, a very magical place. But nowadays, a lot of this stuff can kind of be <laughs> obtained elsewhere. Well, well, I think I think for a lot of people, the late '80s and middle '90s were the most magical time for nintendo yeah so i agree with that appropriate yeah <laughs> definitely i i'm i have this total fixation on cartridges especially game boy cartridges there's something so magical about having like a physical media that you you know inside of there like hard hardwired onto this thing is this magical world that you can get into like you just plug it into something and then you can be teleported there there's something about a cartridge that's just way better than a disc it was so cool to walk around with, like, even having Game Boy game in your pocket, it felt like somehow it belonged to you. Like, you had some ownership or some connection to that world. It was such a cool thing. I really missed that era. I think this is coming along really well. And like I said, we can always revisit this. There's always more awesome Nintendo properties to be added in. Um, and I'm sure even after we, like, you know, listen to this recording, we'll be like, oh, I've got another idea. Like, we should add this on here. So I do think it'd be fun to revisit, you know, go back to these parks and make some changes uh, you know, every however many episodes or whatever. 
Cool. Um, is there anything else you're dying to to add to this park, or do you think we're we're safe to go ahead and open it? Uh, I really think that the uh, most important thing we can add is I need to be there. <laughs> yes, I would pay any amount to go to this park. It seems absolutely amazing, and hopefully, the Universal Shh. treats it well. You know, like shut up and take my money. <laughs> yes, shut up and exist, so I can. Eh, that that expression will never catch on. Shut up and exist. Uh, anyway, <laughs> shut up and exist. <laughs> well. Vince, it's been amazing having you on, man. You've got a, a great voice for radio, let me tell you. <laughs> well, thanks. I've got the face for it as well. <laughs> uh, do you still have an incredible mustache? Last time I saw you, you had uh, a doozy of it, a mustache. I do. It's It grows, you know. It does. That, yeah, that's the thing about human hair. Yeah, I can't help it. I, well, right. I could help it. I could cut it off, but it's still there. True, true. Yeah, I, I, I had a... Uh, like big beard last year and people were always like oh nice beard good job and i'm like all i did was be lazy like i, I did less yeah, like, action like than the usual. good job is shaving it's like yeah i did less effort to have this beard i think what they mean is good job doing something that my girlfriend won't allow me to yes i'm living vicariously <laughs> like, through you. like good job ignoring all the people in your life that tell you <laughs> you know you should really shave that off yeah good job rebelling yeah I mean, I, there's something to be appreciated there. That's awesome. Vince, uh, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Thank you for designing this Nintendo Land property with me. It's been a blast, and I, I can't wait till till construction's completed. Always a pleasure. We'll have to go together. Oh, absolutely. That, will that you, sounds will fun. You, will you hold my hand during all the scary parts on the roller coasters? Absolutely. Yes, for sure. And I'll, uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have so much fun together. All the, the We'll be in the adult tubes of course at the playground we'll stay on the adult side of the fence um but you know there's a lot of fun to be had in those tubes yeah that sounded creepy but (laughs) hi this is andrew thank you so much for listening to episode one just to let you know episode two is going to be coming out november 28th and it's about pokemon If you'd like to join our community, it's on Reddit and also on Facebook. If you have any ideas to contribute or ideas for upcoming episodes or comments, etc., please do join the conversation online. See you in episode two.